Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening and welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Wednesday, right during our fast. Amen? All right. And good evening, saints. God bless you all. We're having a wonderful time enjoying our fast in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm glad that all of you could join us. Brother Bill, I need a sound check, sir, if you don't mind. I need a sound check, if you don't mind. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We just had a little technical issue we had to work with for a few minutes, and it's going to clear up in a couple of minutes. But I'm glad that you're here because the Lord is here in our midst. Amen. He always comes. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for my sound check. Amen. The Lord is in our midst whenever we come together in his name. I want to thank everyone for joining us this evening. The Lord has a word for us. And I give you the praise, Lord. I give you the praise. Hold on just a second, thanks. Give me just a second. All righty. I apologize for that interruption. Amen. Had to take care of something that was kind of urgent. But the Lord is in our midst tonight, and he's got a word for us. And he wants us to really think about this word as you're listening to it. It's going to bring up some memories from your past, uh, maybe from your upbringing. But the Lord is cleaning his fish, and he's discipling his saints. And he wants us to look in some places that perhaps we hadn't thought about looking. He wants to take us to some places to investigate a few things in our past, in our families, in our lives that maybe we didn't want to investigate or never even thought about investigating, amen? But seeing as we live in the times that we live in, God is working on having a people prepared to deal with the times that we live in. Amen? We live in a different time from all the other saints that have come before us. Similar and very in a lot of ways, but different. Amen? Very similar, but different. So the Lord is preparing us for the things that are coming. Amen? The Lord is preparing us coming. And he wants us to remain alert. He wants us to be serious-minded. And he wants us to keep a listening ear to him. Amen? 
a listening ear to the Lord. It's very, very important. I'm praying for everyone on the fast. I hope that everyone is having a wonderful time fasting, and you're keeping up with your four times a day. Amen? Pastor's keeping up with hers, so come on and join me. If you missed a time or two, we forgive you in Jesus' name. Now, come on, get over it, and let's keep going, okay? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, we want to thank the Lord for his goodness. We want to thank him for his direction, for his mercy, for his grace, and for his never-ending love. Amen? For his never-ending, unconditional love for his people. So, we thank the Lord. Amen. For all the good things that he's done and that he's doing in our lives. And we've been, uh, we all enjoy the results of fasting. We get blessings and miracles everywhere. Amen. Praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet church. We are Miracle Internet Church. And we meet on the Internet every Wednesday and Friday at, what time is it? 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time it happens to be in your time zone. Amen? Praise the Lord. We also uh, come together on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S., and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. I think we're pretty much, um, since we're in about 100 nations, I think we're pretty much in every time zone that there is. Amen? So whatever time zone you have, welcome in the name of the Lord. Amen? Welcome in the name of the Lord. I can't wait to get started tonight. I've had a few interruptions, but God has taken me right past the interruptions. Amen? Just right on past them. And I thank him for them. Amen. Sometimes we look at interruptions as, you know, you're really a pain. But sometimes that's not what it is. Sometimes it's God's intervention. So we need to be open to a new perspective, amen? We need to be open to a new perspective sometimes. Sometimes it's not, oh, this is just an annoyance. No, sometimes it's God helping us, amen? So we give him the praise. Ah, what I'm looking for right there, amen? And if you give me just a second, Saints, I'm going to make a slight adjustment. Amen. Hold on. Pastor's going to disconnect and then reconnect, okay? All right. Just hang in there. I'll be right back. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can anybody hear me now? I hope you can. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, you can hear me. Great. That's what I needed to know. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, just before it's time to pray, the Lord came right through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. There. 
There we go. There's a way to clean this. Okay. Praise God. We got everything working as it should. Now, no, it's not on your end. Pastor had to fix something. Is that better? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you and give you praise. In everything, we give you thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. In the middle of this mayhem, Lord, that is in the earth, in the middle of all of this upheaval that's going on, we thank you and we give you praise. Even just the way it is, we thank you and we give you praise. We lift it all to you, Lord. We cast our care upon you because we know that you care for us. We thank you, Father. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that has risen against us in judgment, Father, we condemn it now. They think that they're fighting against a political party. They think they're fighting against people with a different cause. What they don't understand is that they're actually attempting to fight you. Because the Bible says, when you've done it to the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, they're fighting Jesus. And we know that won't work. So we give you praise, glory, and honor, Father. We, we ask you to help those that have these twisted minds and twisted belief systems that are just not in agreement with the word of God. We ask you to open their blind eyes and help them to see that that they can't see otherwise. We ask you, Father, to break through their mindset and this mass hypnosis uh, bewitching spell that's been placed on many of them, Father. We forgive them for the position they're taking that is contrary to the word of God. And we ask you, Father, to use these same events to wake them up in Jesus' name. Many of them are our friends and family members, Father, but we want to thank you for your move in their lives nonetheless. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We've not given up hope, Lord. We know that you can reach people. We know that Jesus reached for some of the most unusual opportunities to save a soul. So we ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to use this opportunity to save many a soul. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus covering everything concerning us, our families, this worship service, and our lives. We thank you and we give you praise for the blood of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for your truth because your truth makes us free continually. We thank you, Lord, for giving us a love for the truth. Develop in us, Lord, a love for the truth. Open our hearts for a true love for your truth, not just the truth we see in the Bible, but the truth about life, the truth about life, Lord. Some of us will sit here and listen to a scripture, but we will close our eyes to the very truth of our own life that you're trying to show us. 
So, Father, we ask for you to open blind eyes in the name of Jesus Christ. Open our spiritual eyes and our natural eyes too, Lord, to see the things that we should be seeing but are not looking at. We're focused someplace else. We thank you for getting our undivided attention, Father, and calling our attention to a place maybe we didn't want to pay any attention to. But you're helping us. You're helping us, and you're helping us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of your might, Lord. So we want to thank you for the spirit of adoption that opened up an inheritance that we had no access to before. We have access to the mind of Christ. We have access to divine health. We have access to your hope, your blessed hope. We have access to the love of God in a way that we've never known it before. So we want to give you thanks. We want to give you praise, Lord. And no matter what is going on in our lives, Lord, that is not pleasing to us nor to you, we know that you're greater than all these things. You're greater than all these things. So we thank you, Lord, for your greatness. Hallelujah. Your greatness overcoming. We thank you that you work all things together for our good because we love you and we're the called according to your purpose. We thank you, Lord, for ordering our steps in your word and in this life and the path that you would have us to take. You say you will open up to us the path of life. So, Father, we thank you for opening up the path of life to each of us, Father. In Jesus' name, we lift up the health of every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries, Father. And we're believing you for the improvement in our physical health in the name of Jesus Christ. We're believing you, Lord, for the mind of Christ, for health, for hope, for peace, being released to everyone in Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' holy name. We've been binding our thoughts in the name of Jesus. We've been binding our emotions in the name of Jesus. We've been binding our pride in the name of Jesus. And each of us has been binding our own demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for leading us into the deliverance that we need in Jesus' holy name. You are the healer, Lord. And by the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. We receive our healings, Lord, right this minute. You said when we pray, we're to believe you right then and there. So we receive our healings now, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the healing in our minds, the healing in our emotions, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the healings in our brains. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the healings in our heart. We thank you for the healing in our heart in Jesus' name. We thank you for the healing in the mouth. Yes, Lord, some of us don't have discretion. Some of us don't yet understand that there's a time to speak and a time to refrain from speaking. So, Father, we thank you for helping us in this area and for teaching us more perfectly what you know, 
Some of us did not learn this in our our younger years. And so we've grown into our older years still not fully understanding what you want us to do. But, Lord, lead us and guide us and help us to close our mouths at the right time and to speak forth your counsel at the right time. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We take authority, dominion, and power over blurting out. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind or regista tarabrisha tarabrike lady yer kuhle lady on the verbal faux pas in Jesus' name. Ri bebe shema rukuhle lelie rusa tarabrike deridiosuta. Father, you tell us in the word that the tongue is something no man can tame. Aragise rusa lelediasun tarabrike deridiosula la la. Regise tarabrise. So we ask for your help, Holy Spirit. You're our helper. Come and help us with our mouth and with our tongue. In Jesus' name, we desire to please you more than anything else. So help us, Lord, to have discretion, discretionary speech in Jesus' name, holy speech in Jesus' name, wholesome speech in Jesus' Speech that glorifies God. We're drinking the blood. We're drinking the blood. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. We're drinking the blood. We're drinking the blood. We're drinking the blood of Jesus. We're thanking you, Lord, for cleansing our mouths and cleansing our hearts. Because our heart, out of our hearts proceed the issues of life. In Jesus' name, out of our hearts, you said sweet and bitter water should not proceed from the same fountain. We command our tongues to come subject to the word of God in Jesus' name. We speak through our tongues. Right now, in the name of Jesus, and we command it to come subject to the word of God in Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command our tongues from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus to come subject to the word of God in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for helping us. We thank you, Lord, that as we continue to bind that that is ungodly in our lives. And to release over ourselves the holy word of God, we will see a substantial change in our lives. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you 
for your warring angels that surround us, your praising angels, your ministering spirits. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for every piece of the armor of God, and we give you praise, Father. We give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. And from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. Amen. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name, and we bind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me of this. Thank you. And we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his powers, and his agents in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attack onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, and all of their attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits in the name of Jesus, all sorcery devils in their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, and sleep deprivation in Jesus' name. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the... We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, all, uh, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you in Jesus' name. All the voices of the stranger, the seducer, and the charmer, and their attacks, we bind in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent, all pulse weapons, all targeted radio frequencies, all remote attacks, all debilitating sonic frequencies, all EMF and EMP attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything coming off the cellular towers and off the electronic and cellular devices in the name of Jesus Christ. Pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, and we're binding 
directed energy microwave weapons in Jesus' name. Amen. We bind the ill effects of 5G in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and all mystic rituals and their intents in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Australian, North American, South American, Islander, Asian, Indonesian, Native groups and indigenous groups. Every group that has not been mentioned. Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every Hindu practice. Chinese idolatry. We bind in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, and we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the powers of the dog and every abomination that's ever been committed. We bind the lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind the formation of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land and the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy. Sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, blowback, vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us 
and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. In Jesus' holy name, we bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and Great Reset. We buy and make believe, fantasy, and la-la land, false religions, numerology, and horoscopes, all the spirits and the works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, their spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, BioBK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, defilement by wizards. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, we do. Amen. And we bind the king of pride and all of his agents and all of his maneuvers in Jesus' holy name. We bind his entire kingdom. In the name of Jesus, we bind all demonic human blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Moloch, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Rukota, Baphomet, and is 72. We bind you and chain you with eternal chains unto darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, Promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources in Jesus' holy name. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in Jesus' name, and that includes all of the associated organizations. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips in Jesus' holy name. We bind every We bind the demonic work of secret organizations. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We renounce and denounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their own as well as 
their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven and we bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like the flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief, whom we serve and obey. Amen. Whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians, for persecuted Christians everywhere, and especially those that are in Afghanistan. In Jesus' holy name, praise you, Lord, praise you. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We disconnect ourselves with the sword of the Spirit from every devil that has followed us, was sent to us, was transferred to us. We command it to be bound and to leave us now in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. Cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We cover our vehicles or whatever means of transportation we use in the pathway to our destination. We take authority, dominion, and power over all entities crossing the road or our airways that should not be there in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for those angels that you have dispatched ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We take authority over every demon of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to infiltrate or get into our dreams. We bind every spirit that tries to dictate our dreams on the screen of our minds, even when we are awake, and we command them to stay away in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the wall of fire once again, Father. We pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and anything being sent to us from the enemy's camp. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, Agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and every form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and tear down walls of protection around shamanists, globalists, 
nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such. And we break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, charm, psychic thoughts and prayers, death, bewitchment, potion, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, and jinxes, uh, torment, destruction, incense and candle burnings, Chantings, witchcraft done on for summer solstice and any other solstice and holiday in Jesus' name. We break the power of the witchcraft that will be done for the 4th of July. Father, we give you praise, and we release over the people of God the joy of the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 22. Featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 22. And our verses for meditation come from the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Our featured ebook is Awakening the Sleeping Giant. Intercession. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Our guest calling number is area code 319 527 6235 and press 1. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift before you any saints that may be incarcerated and even wrongly incarcerated in Jesus' name. The Bible says that you came to set the captives free. And so we thank you, Father. <laughs> We ask, Lord, that you have mercy. Release your mercy and favor in their lives, Father. And bring the situation into agreement with your will. And we give you praise for that, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise for that. Well, we're going to talk about blind ignorance. Blind ignorance. That's what we're going to talk about. Amen. Blind ignorance. You say, well, wow. That's really something to talk about. Yes, it is. It really is something to talk about. Because sometimes 
we do things without thinking about what we're doing. And we do things without paying attention sometimes. Sometimes saints can become careless in their walk. And they don't think about actually happening at the time. Amen? They don't think about what's actually happening at the time. So we have to pay attention sometimes when we are in conversation, you know, conversation, and we're not particularly paying attention and statements are made, and we end up giving this uh, passive agreement that we really don't mean, but we do it because we're not really thinking about what's going on. Amen. Most people, including many Christian believers, are either totally unaware or apathetic in attitude toward what in dangerous sins. Yes, there's some dangerous sins. Even in ministry, there are gaps in knowledge due to a lack of exposure. Satan's power and subtlety when indulged in even slightly bring dire consequences. Even when we just have a brush with some things, it can bring very dire consequences. Ignorance does not exempt us. Ignorance does not exempt us from guilt and the subsequent punishment. Amen? Let's go to Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 4, verse 2. Leviticus chapter 4 and verse 2. Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a soul shall sin, through ignorance against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not to be done and shall do against any of them. So you see, in this passage, Leviticus chapter 4, verse 2, the Lord is addressing the children of Israel and he's saying, that there are sins that happen through ignorance. And in ignorance, sins are committed against the commandment of the Lord, and they ought not to be done. But you see, they're still being held accountable. Accountability is still there. Responsibility is still there. And many people think, oh, you're just, you don't know any better, so it's no big thing. No, that's not the truth. That's not the truth at all. Let's go to verse 13, Leviticus chapter 4, verse 13. And if the whole congregation of Israel, the whole congregation, that was a lot of people, sin through ignorance, thing be hid, and the thing be hid from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things 
which should not be done and are guilty. Wow, yes. If you remember, they were told not to take certain things when they went in to win a battle. And Achan decided one person, just one person out of the entire nation of Israel, one person decided to go against the commandment of the Lord. Granted, he wasn't ignorant, but the rest of the entire congregation was, including Joshua. But God called them after they lost, Joshua went to the Lord to find out, Lord, what went wrong? The Lord said, hey, you all have sinned against me. So the Lord revealed how the sin had had come to pass. One person, one person's sin affected the entire nation of Israel. And it caused some people to lose their lives. So you see, the whole congregation of Israel was accountable for one person's sin. Accountable for the deaths of those who died in the battle. That's serious. That's very serious. So God doesn't say that because you're ignorant, you're not accountable. That's just not the truth. So if we have that idea in our minds, we need to tell it to leave now in Jesus' name. Verse 22, Leviticus chapter 4, verse 22. When a ruler hath sinned and done somewhat through ignorance, Against any of the commandments of the Lord, his God, concerning things which should not be done and is guilty. Well, if you remember when Abimelech uh, brought Abram's wife, Sarai, into his harem, he did, they, they had lied to him. They had deceived him. He didn't know he was wrong, but God came to him and got his attention. Amen? God got his attention, even though he had done it ignorantly, and he reminded God that he didn't know any better. He was still held accountable. Amen? Leviticus chapter 4, verse 27. And if any one of the common people sin through ignorance, while he doeth somewhat against any of the commandments of the Lord concerning things which ought not to be done and be guilty. So it could happen to anyone. Anyone can sin ignorantly, but you are still held accountable. Amen? Leviticus chapter 5, verse 15. Leviticus Chapter 5, verse 15. If a soul commit a trespass and sin through ignorance in the holy things of the Lord, then he shall bring for his trespass unto the Lord 
a ram without blemish out of the flock, with thy estimations by shekels of silver, after the shekel of the sanctuary, for a trespass offering. He had to have, that person had to have an offering because they committed a trespass against the Lord through ignorance. So repentance and the forsaking of sin is required. Amen? Let's go to verse 17. Leviticus chapter 5, verse 17. And if a soul sin commit any of these things, which are forbidden to be done by the commandments of the Lord, though he wist it not, yet is he guilty, and shall bear his iniquity. That's right. So God doesn't overlook it simply because you sin in ignorance and say, oh, well, they just didn't know. No, you have to repent. Yes, you do, and forsake and find out what you did wrong. So you have to have a viable and working relationship with the Lord to do this. Amen? Amen. You can see. Amen. You can see that ignorance of wrongdoing does not exempt one from guilt nor from punishment. Too often, modern Christians assume that the blood of Jesus exempts them from the need to repent of sin, but that is not so at all. That is not so at all. All sins must be repented of and forsaken. Yes, you must give up and walk away from sin. No exceptions. Yes, all sins must be repented of and forsaken and abandoned. Yes, you must give up and walk away from sin, no exceptions. Then you must submit yourself to the Lord and obey him. Amen? Amen. Second Timothy chapter 2, beginning with verse 25. Second Timothy chapter 2, beginning with verse 25. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure or perhaps will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, perhaps if God perhaps will give them repentance unto the, to the acknowledging of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. That's serious thing. That's very serious. 
Amen. Very serious indeed. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Acts, the book of Acts, New Testament. Chapter 3, verse 19. Repent ye, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. Amen. I believe we all want that. I hope we do. Acts, a few pages over, Acts chapter 8, verse 22. Verse 22, repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. Numbers, all the way back in the Old Testament, Numbers, chapter 15. Numbers, chapter 15, beginning with verse 22. Numbers. Chapter 15, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. Numbers chapter 15, beginning with verse 22. And if ye have erred and not observed all these commandments, which the Lord can unto Moses, even all that the Lord hath commanded you by the hand of Moses, from the day that the Lord commanded Moses and henceforward among your generation. Then it shall be, if aught be committed by ignorance without the knowledge of the congregation, that all the congregation shall offer one young bullock for a burnt offering, for a sweet savor unto the Lord, with his meat offering and his drink offering, according to the manner, and one kid of the goat for a sin offering. That's right. And the priest shall make an atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel, and it shall be forgiven them, for it is ignorant. And they shall bring their offering, a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord and their sin offering before the Lord, for their ignorance. And it shall be forgiven all the congregation of the children of Israel. And the stranger that sojourneth among them, seeing all the people were in ignorance. And if any soul sin through ignorance, then he shall bring a she-goat of the first year, For a sin offering 
and the priest shall make an atonement for the soul that sinneth ignorantly. When he sinneth by ignorance before the Lord, to make an atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. So you see right there, saints, that forgiveness is needed when you sin by ignorance. That's right. You can't bypass this. Forgiveness is needed and must be sought. Amen. As soon as you discover, it's time for repentance. Amen. Ye shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them. One law for him that sinneth through ignorance. So God isn't showing any respect of persons here, as he always does not. And whoever sins through ignorance must repent of their sin. Praise the Lord. Hosea, chapter 4, verse 6. Hosea, chapter 4, verse 6. Amen. Amen. Daniel, Hosea. Find Daniel, next book, Hosea. Hosea, chapter 4 and verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people, God says, are destroyed. For lack of knowledge. Amen. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of Satan and his devices either. Amen. Luke chapter 12. Luke, the gospel of Luke chapter 12. Beginning with verse 47. Luke Chapter 12, beginning with verse 47. And that servant, which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Verse 48. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Many believers hold popular opinions of error, believing that innocence of sins done as a joke for amusement really don't count as sin. But that's not right. That's right. Many believers, many Christians hold popular worldly opinions of error, believing that innocence of sin done as a joke or for an amusement really don't count as sin, but they do. Everybody else did it, they say. Well, that will not stand at all when you must give an account for your sin. 
That won't work. Everybody else was doing it, so I did it too. No, you sinned. Well, everybody else was saying it, so I said it too, and you sinned. Well, that's what everybody else wore, and so I wanted to wear it, and so I did this, and you sinned. Trying to fit in with the crowd many times will get you into deep trouble and sin. Well, everybody else on the job did such and such and such, but you sinned. Everybody else was standing around laughing at those off-color jokes, but you sinned. Everybody else was in there spouting off their opinion, but you sinned. The Bible says for you to come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean, and he will receive you. He means come out from among them. He means don't sin. You can't say that, well, I was just with the crowd. He didn't tell you to hang with the crowd. He told you to come hang out with him. Amen? Well, everybody else had one, and I wanted one too. Well, if it caused you to sin, you shouldn't have gotten that. Amen. It's real. Second Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10. Chapter 5 and verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Wow. Think about that. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the thing done in his body. No, you don't own your body. It's a personal property of Jesus Christ. You've been loaned a body, an earth suit, so to speak. You've been loaned one. It doesn't give you the right to vandalize it with tattoos. Your body belongs to Jesus Christ. It's his personal property. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Whether it be good or bad. Bad without really intending to believe in them, the sayings of others about these things are repeated mm-hmm. until they become an habitual way of thinking. A good example was during the pandemic. Every time you turn around, somebody was saying, 
we're all in this together. And I said, no, I'm not. I opened my mouth and verbally expressed pushing back, as they call it. I would not receive that, nor would I receive the spirits that came with that. But too many of us, too many Christians, sit by idly and passively and allow people to just say all kinds of things in our presence, and we show no sign, not even to the Lord, of of coming out of agreement with what was said. We just passively sit there and let everybody say whatever they want to say. Well, you see, there's a time to speak also. And the Holy Spirit will help you, if you ask him to, to help you to distinguish when you should be quiet and when you should speak. He'll help you. The Bible says he perfects those things that concern us. So he will help you. He's the helper. Amen? Sometimes we sit there and listen to stuff people don't have any business saying. And you're the Christian sitting there. And you don't feel like, well, if I say something, they're going to start that mess all over again. Ask the Holy Spirit what he wants you to do at that moment, at that time. He'll guide you. He'll tell you if it's time to just be quiet or if it's time to speak out. Amen. Now, we all know that there are sayings that we hear wherever we go because we come in contact with the world. And they keep saying these things over and over until they become a habit and a way of thinking. But you don't have to receive that just because somebody says it. You can bind those words in the name of Jesus because the Lord Jesus has taught us that words are spirit. And if you hold conversations with persons, spirits are being exchanged between you and the other person, forming soul ties. So when pastor says to you, you need to stop talking to that person, we've been cutting you free, you need to do just that. You need to learn to close your mouth and stop reforming soul ties that have been removed from your life. Amen? Amen. Because words are spirit. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the springboard to believing all that is said about omens and signs. This is the springboard to believing all that is said about omens and signs. They say such and such means so and so. Well, if such and such happens, then this is going to happen. And if that happens, then this is going to happen. You've heard that kind of talk before. And the person who agrees in their thoughts or who accepts this without question 
or who says whatever the saying is. Whether they realize it or not, that person is now trapped and bound. That's right. The person who agrees in their thoughts or who accepts whatever is said without question or who repeats what is said, whether they realize it or not, they are trapped and bound. Many are too spiritually blind to see this as a trap of the enemy. Passive agreement with the enemy is very, very dangerous. Passive agreement with the enemy is very, very, very dangerous. You see, it opens doors that you won't close. Amen? It's very dangerous. You can come into oneness with Satan by agreeing with the wrong thing. You're not really paying attention. You don't really believe what they're saying. You just sort of uh uh-huh it. Or you just nod. You've given your agreement. Mm-hmm. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. He does not recognize nor accept the essence and disastrous influence of idolatry. Wow. Of idolatry. I remember an instance long... Amen. I don't know what happened, but we're back. Amen. So... I was about to tell you a story. And many years ago, I I was still working in the public sector. And they came out with this over-the-counter coffee that was already packaged in a bottle, like a soft drink, sort of. And I would just swing by in the morning, go by that shelf, pick one up really without looking at it, uh, shake it up, go purchase it, and have it when I got to work. I didn't pay any attention to anything on any label. I just noticed it was coffee, and it was ready, and I could drink it. Well, guess what happened? Lo and behold, Pat Holliday, Dr. Pat Holliday, preached on idolatry one night at the church. It was it was a Friday night. She preached no, it was it could have it couldn't have been a Friday night because well anyway, whatever night, she preached on idolatry. And I did my usual, I took my notes, I paid attention, and I was absorbing the message. And 
I got to work the next day. I got to work the next day. And I was about to do what I pretty much ritualistically had been doing. I was going to walk to that same shelf without looking, really, reach up and get that bottle, pick it up, go pay for it, and drink the coffee. But that time, my eyes moved to the label. And the Lord caused me to focus on the label. And so I pulled the bottle down, actually, for the first time, looking at the label. And I noticed at the top of the label, there was a mermaid. And the mermaid had a star in the forehead. So that coffee was under the rulership of a star marine demon. And I'd been drinking it all that time. I was actually in shock, but I bet you I put that coffee right back on that shelf and never bought it again. Now, this was a very long time ago because Starbucks had just started putting their coffee into grocery stores. And if you're still a patron of Starbucks, I want you to know that that symbol at the top is a star marine devil. And that spirit has influence in your life because you form a soul tie with that spirit every time you give your money for that coffee. Now, that's a form, that's a form of idolatry. And you have to repent. And learn to pay attention to the symbols that are in society. Amen? You have to repent because you've got this tie with that devil. And the tie might not be gone just because you stopped buying the coffee. See, the delusion is if I just stop buying the coffee, it's over. No, when the deliverance takes place, that's when it's over. Amen? So do we understand that now? And that's not the only symbol in society. If you ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes, he will open your eyes, but you've got to want them to be open. Amen? You've got to want to know the truth. You have to develop a love for the truth. You don't need to be superstitious. You just need to follow the Holy Spirit. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's the truth. So we were saying that many people are too spiritually blind to see that this is a trap of the enemy. And it's very, very subtle but dangerous to give your passive agreement to the enemy. Very. So, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. He does not recognize nor accept the essence and the disastrous influence of idolatry, because that's what that was. 
Idolatry basically is substituting in the place of God a person, a sign, item, or object from which a person expects good luck, help, or knowledge of the future. Idolatry basically is substituting in the place of God. See, you have to give it reverence. Okay, let me help you understand. There are some people who like to collect ceramic figurines. Well, there's some scriptures in the Old Testament that tell you that you cannot have anything in your home made in the image of anything in the heavens, anything in the earth, or anything beneath the earth, and that it can't take on a human form, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to let you do some homework and look those scriptures up. They're Old Testament scriptures. And if you have those things in your home, they will draw sickness to you. They draw spirits of infirmity. And so we have uh, the sermon on house cleaning in the archive, and we encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to take you to the places that you need to learn things in the archive. That's the way to do it. I know some of you are so self-willed that you think your job is to go through and pick out what you want to listen to, but that's not what the instructions are. The instructions are, have always been and will remain, for you to seek the Holy Spirit and ask him to take you to the sermons he wants you to hear. Because he's the one in charge of your spiritual life, your spiritual development, and your deliverance. If you're the person that's going to chart your deliverance, you're going to, it's going to be a long time before you ever get fully set free. God didn't ask you to be in charge of it. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. The gifts of God work as the Spirit of God wills. So either your deliverance is going to be led completely by the Holy Spirit, or you're never going to get completely delivered. If you want to go around charting your own course, you're going to be on your own. Amen? Amen. That's a word of wisdom to those who can receive it. Amen. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. People cannot see the great danger in doing these things even for amusement. They think it's a joke. There are even things that are done at fairs. You know, fairs like um, with the with the um, Ferris wheel and all the um, amusement and the hot dogs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, at the fair, the county fair. You have to be careful, saints. You have to be prayerful, and you have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Life is full of idolatry. 
It's full of idolatry. Neither can they understand that they are playing with the powers of darkness. There are games that were played in childhood that you shouldn't allow your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your godchildren to come anywhere near because now you should know that that's just demonic work. There were cartoons that you watched as a child that now as an adult exposed to the things of God, you should know that's demonic. But no, you still have Christian parents allowing their child to watch whatever cartoon or whatever comes on with no supervision at all. They don't even pay attention to what's being said to the child. Think of an instance when a child was left on the Internet by themselves, and they got into something that wanted, and and, and it told them that, okay, when you get to this point, you need a credit card. Go get your mom and dad's credit card. So the mom and dad were in the next room napping in front of the television, so the child goes into the bedroom, into the dad's wallet, and gets the credit card. And so the child is on the computer with the credit card typing in, as best as the child can figure out what they're supposed to type in. Then the child gets to the point that it doesn't understand what um, the little code on the back is. So it comes and asks the mom, Mom, what's a such-and-such code? And she says, what are you talking about? What is a such-and-such code? Why do you need a such-and-such code? The computer asked me for the code. That's when the parents discovered that she'd been using the credit card to get to to purchase things on the internet that were on her little show that she was watching that they had given no permission for. Isn't that interesting? It's dangerous to leave anyone these days unattended at a computer. Anything could happen. Unfortunately, it's just that way. It is no longer funny to have these things as a prank and end up falling into Satan's snare and caught in his net. Let us be clear, saints, there is a vast difference between good luck and fortune and releasing biblical faith to receive the promises of God through Jesus Christ. Let me be crystal clear, saints. There is a vast difference like between night and day, east and west, between good luck and fortune, as opposed to releasing biblical faith to receive the promises of God through Jesus Christ. Two are completely opposed to one another. We don't wish people things. We pray in the name of Jesus and ask the Lord to provide the need. We don't believe in good luck. 
We trust God for his favor. We don't believe in fortune. There's this demon that comes with fortune. We believe in the Lord blessing us according to the covenant in Jesus' name. So that's right. We don't put candles on cakes and, and make a wish and blow them out. That is correct. You're right in that. No, we don't do that. Most believers will be offended if you tell them that they are superstitious. No, we do not throw coins in a wishing well. We do not do that. We're not coming into agreement with the water spirits by giving them a financial donation. No. We don't throw salt anywhere in the kitchen except on the food. Amen? Most believers will be offended if you tell them that they are superstitious. They don't want to be considered as uneducated and ignorant. Yet the truth speaks. The truth speaks. Amen. The truth speaks. Now, Lord, did I miss this scripture? I think I did. Well, let me pull it up, Lord. Let me pull it up. We are going to Ezekiel. Yep, we're going to the book of Ezekiel. And we're going to chapter 8, verse 17. Ezekiel, chapter 8, verse 17. Praise the Lord. I'm going to give you a second to get there. Ezekiel, chapter 8, verse 17. Then he said, Unto me. This is the Lord talking to Ezekiel. Hast thou seen this, O son of man? Is it a light thing to the house of Judah that they commit the abominations which they commit here? God is calling it an abomination. For they have filled the land with violence and have returned to provoke me to anger. And lo, they put the branch to their nose. Isn't that, why would anybody put a branch in their nose? Well, let me help you understand. They put the branch to their nose. They put the branch to their nose. Actually, it's before their mouths in superstitious worship. In superstitious worship. Now, I'm going to tell you something, Saints. There used to be a church here. It wasn't very discerning in the things of God for many reasons. And they invited people from another country to come into their church. And a friend of mine happened, happened to have been invited and 
came to see what was going on, whatever that was. And so the guest minister, unbeknownst to the Christians in the church, led the Christians into doing a demonic ritual through dance. A demonic ritual done through dance. And my friend sat there in shock and amazement, not knowing what she was seeing, but knowing that something was wrong with it. Not knowing what she was seeing, but knowing that something was wrong with it. And so it troubled her. So she called me and asked me, and she described the scene. And I told her, that's witchcraft. They're participating in a voodoo dance in the church. And they're doing a demonic ritual. Well, guess what? She's no longer in existence. Amen? Amen. Not as it was then. Praise the Lord. I'm glad you're you're understanding. You see, this passage concerns the idol worship of Asherah, the idol before which sex orgies were held. That's right. There's a particular idol, and I'm going to tell you just a little bit about this idol. Asherah, a pillar image of wood, It's usually set up with the image of Baal and worshipped by sexual rites and lascivious practices. Asherah is always uh, referred to in the scriptures where you see grove or groves. That's where you see it. And the actual word, the root word, Ashar means to be straight, to be upright, to be erect. I think you're starting to get the point. In the ground, just like a totem pole, it was either a living tree with the top cut off and the trunk fashioned into a certain shape, Mm -hmm. or a log fashioned into an idol and set erect in the ground. It's usually made of wood, but it could have been made out of stone. Amen. Originally, the idol was worshipped as a symbol of the tree of life, but later perverted to mean the origin of life, and pictured with the male organs of procreation. Such symbols became the objects of worship carried on with all forms of impurity, perversion, and licentiousness by crowds of devotees involved in demonized and obscene orgies. The worship centered in the Canaanite nations and then spread into others. Relics of it are found among all heathen people. The first mention of the Bi- in the Bible of this particular object 
sets it apart as a special object of God's hatred. A special object of God's hatred. So now, idolatrous worship through symbols or whatever means, superstition or however it comes, is an abomination in God's eyes. That's right. So we have to be very careful how we walk before the Lord. We have to be very, very careful. So, so many such things that the world does for fun are an abomination to the Lord. You have to be careful, saints, when you travel and you go to all these different sites that they like to take you to because some of those sites are downright idolatrous. They're idolatrous, and all you're going to do at that site is to engage in the worship of the local idol, whatever that is. When the Christian participates, even in ignorance, the acts are sin and leave an open door to the enemy. Amen. Now, in this ministry, we all know what goes on in Orlando. And we know that that place is run over with idolatry. It's completely overrun with idolatry. Amen? At least we ought to know that. Delusion has its place. Delusion has its place. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and beginning with verse 9. Beginning with verse 9. Amen. Beginning with verse 9. Well, what happened to the rest of it, Lord? Okay. Hold on. There. Amen. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Sometimes technology works and sometimes it doesn't. So we'll just do the best we can. Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. For this cause, 
because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. It doesn't just mean at salvation once you say Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. No, salvation is continual. You know, you've received Jesus. The truth comes. You don't want to receive it because you don't want to receive that truth. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. God wants all of his covenant children, say that includes me, far removed from Satan's lies, deception, delusion, superstition, witchcraft, and idolatry. God insists, amen? God insists on this. He isn't playing. He's serious about it, and we need to be serious too. God is very serious about us getting rid of these issues in our lives. We're praying and we're praying, Lord, what's wrong with this? Why this isn't? Well, there's usually a reason. There's usually a reason, saints, and we need to ask the Lord to help us. Eventually, the man of sin will come on the scene, and he'll be full of demonic power. He will trick the foolish and the gullible because he will do great demonstrations that appear to be miracles. They appear to be miraculous. Those who have not become true Christians or remained faithful to Jesus are in great danger because they have rejected truth. They have refused to believe the truth. They have refused to love the truth and to allow the truth to save them continually. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 23. Buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. Buy the truth. And sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. The Gospel of John, chapter 3. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 21. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 21. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, 
that they are wrought in God. That's right. If you're right, there's nothing to be afraid of. If you're right, there's nothing to be afraid of. You can bring your deeds to the light because they're in God. They're not something hideous or ungodly or shameful. Everyone that does evil, I went up a verse, hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved and exposed. Amen? Amen. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But you see, saints, you've got to want to know the truth. God's not going to beat you over the head with it. You've got to want to know it. Amen. Delusion is a belief in something that is contrary to fact, reality, or truth. Delusion is a belief in something that is contrary to fact, reality, or truth, resulting from deception or misconception. Most often, the work is accomplished through false promises and wrong notion. You'll hear them say, it really happened. It really happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really happened. They did this, they did that, and then it happened. That's what you'll hear. In the same way as faith in God alone is connected with the word, so is unbelief linked with Satan. Let me say that again. In the same way that faith in God alone is connected with God's holy word, so is unbelief linked with Satan. Satan counterfeits. Superstition or magic is mostly connected with some outward sign or omen, particular objects, objects, certain days, certain times and numbers, certain individuals or animals, Mysterious Practices, Special Teachings, and Remedies. So superstition and magic encompass these things. Satan can do things through his deceitful power. 
He is able to perform lying wonders which lead people to unrighteousness. That's right. He's able to do lying wonders which lead people to unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. And some of you are starting to think about things that have happened in your past, maybe even something in your family. And it's bringing up minds of superstitious activities or someone else's superstitious beliefs that you've been exposed to. I want to encourage you to talk to the Lord about that. I want to encourage you strongly to talk to the Lord about that. Amen? Because the Lord wants to help you. And some of you, this was the lifestyle that you grew up in. This was the lifestyle that you grew up in. Matthew chapter 24, verse 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 24. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. If it were possible... They shall deceive the very elect. He will bewitch entire cities. The enemy will bewitch entire cities, states, and nations. Acts chapter 8, beginning with verse 9. Acts chapter 8, beginning with verse 9. But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one, to whom they all gave heed. They all paid attention to this man, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man! Is the great power of God. Well, he wasn't. He was a fraud. And they and to him they had regard. Because that of long time he had bewitched them with sorcery. He was working his craft on these people. And they had regard for him. So they were following his witchcraft practices. Through familiar spirits that work in fortune-telling and spiritism, the prince of this world is able to reveal 
from the past, present, and futures many things which are true and will happen if one believes in them. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that example about King Saul when he went to visit in sin the witch of Endor. He decided to believe what that spirit told him. See, the witch of Endor is ungodly. She traffics in demons and familiar spirits. She traffics in demons and familiar spirits. So when that impersonating demon arose, Saul went for it, put all off. When she talked him into eating, he sealed it with a covenant. What do you mean he sealed it with a covenant? Well, you see, in covenant making, there is a meal that is shared. In old time covenant making, and in the Bible, there um, there are places you can see that. When um, what's his name, Laban, and his son-in-law sat down and formed a covenant that one of them would not pass the stone to the other one to do them hurt, they sat down and had a meal. That's one of the ways you seal a covenant. Amen. Yes, so. I don't want you to forget that because all of this has bearing on what we're talking about. You see... Spirits, familiar spirits, those coming down your family line or your spouse's family line or however it works, they know about the past. That's what they traffic in, all your past information. So they know where to attack you because they know where the weaknesses and the sins have been in your family line. Praise the Lord. It is the way it happened. So, these familiar spirits work through fortune-telling and spiritism. And the prince of this world is able to reveal from the past, present, and future many things which are true and will happen if one believes in them. Satan provides his agents with a lucrative income for the purpose of hurting countless people who seek help and advice in this way to fall under the spell of the powers of darkness. Amen, it happens. Let's go to Acts chapter 16, beginning with verse 16. Acts chapter 16, beginning with verse 16. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, now this is Paul and his uh, 
assistance. A certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination, Meta, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Soothsaying, telling everybody's fortune. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Well, that statement was true. They do. They throw out a true statement trying to lure you in. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, turned and said to the Spirit, the Spirit of divination in her, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to be. Satan deceives many people through fortune-telling, signs and wonders, and leads them into superstition and idolatry, which are some of Satan's favorite weapons against the true and living faith in God. And I do believe all of you, or at least most of you, have had some acquaintance or brush with this subject matter before. Acts chapter 13, beginning with verse 7. Acts chapter 13, beginning with verse 7. Sergius Paulus, prudent man, who called for Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear the word of God. But Elamias, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, withstood them, seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. All right. For the scientific person, Satan will use what is known as modern science to steal their souls. If in self-will or gullibility being easily tricked, an an ill person will consent conditioner of eye diagnosis or iridology. Now, you find a lot of this, uh, well, in the island for instance. It is the wicked practice of looking into the patient's eyes in order to find out the nature of his illness. I don't mean they just look, you know, the doctors have this little light because they want to see if your eyes are clear and whatnot. Look at your retina just a little bit. But no, that's not what these people do. They do something quite different, you see. I want you to understand that. 
So they do this without checking whether scientific means or a medium is used. In most cases, it is performed by some type of clairvoyance. You hear me binding clairvoyance every during the opening prayer. It's an occult, wicked talent for perceiving things that are not in sight or cannot be seen. It's wickedness. It's in the occult. And it is not to be confused with the scientific examination of the retina. This practice is often found in islanders. Nonetheless, this wicked abomination brings the patient under demonic influence which becomes a snare of the devil. Now, one of the reasons we have to learn more about this tonight is because people are coming into our nation, not just this nation, nations all over the world, who bring their cultural demons with them. And having come, we are now exposed to things that we were not exposed to before. It doesn't matter whether you're in Europe, or in the Americas. With all of these nations collapsing and just about their entire population migrating someplace else, now you're coming into contact with demons and spiritual practices that are not necessarily familiar to you. Amen? The motives for entering into these sins of abomination are such, longing for happiness, physical well-being, and material prosperity, as well as a desire for fun and jokes as a pastime. Ignorance and carelessness in doing what others do without thinking about it or without believing in it. The person seeks to preserve happiness and physical health or to obtain healing at any cost, even at the price of one's soul, of misfortune and illness, due to a lack of confidence in Almighty God, is another motive. The tendency in mankind to imitate others in what they say and do. This tendency is the hinge for the power of tradition in ancestral customs, following what everybody else says and does. It forms a platform for tradition, and this is very strong in ancestral customs. Curiosity to know one's destiny coupled with a strong determination to be the master of one's own life outcomes is another motive. So there are people that want to know what their future is. They just got to know. You know, I told someone one time that nosy is not a part of the character and nature of Jesus Christ. 
curiosity to know one's destiny coupled with a strong determination to be the master of one's own life outcomes is another motive. It's another way that Satan lures people into superstitions and into idolatry. Another is solving life's problems by independent means. Solving life's problems by independent means, which disregard the counsel of God. You're going to do it without God. So I continually teach you Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Some people just get headstrong and they say, well, I'll just, we've been teaching you about shunning self-will and following God's will. Also, all self-redemptive efforts to attain salvation by one's own works and self-righteousness is a motive as well. Having salvation on their own terms is quite popular. These souls prefer salvation without true repentance and conversion and without a living faith in Jesus Christ and his finished work of redemption through his atoning sacrifice on the cross. So, saints, the Lord is trying to get our attention tonight. He's trying to help us to see that we need to pay attention to what's going on around us and to talk to him about those areas in our life where superstition and idolatry have already made a beachhead. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen and amen. Let's see. Here we are. Brother Bill. Amen, Pastor. Amen. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, good. Good, good. Well, we have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's get to it. RSPN has a praise report. Father, today I was just walking out of my room. I saw on the floor an unfamiliar ring, and I threw that thing outside in our yard. Maybe it's one. Maybe it's the one that's causing my trouble. I thought I totally cleaned my room from any occult object. Thank you, Lord, for letting me discover it. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Uh, RSTN, you need to uh, recast that show on emergency house cleaning. It will help you find other things. M. Trim has a praise report. The Lord placed in my spirit several months ago that I had put money aside that I would be needing to go through my divorce. The places where I thought it could be wasn't there. However, after prayer Wednesday morning, I felt the tug in my spirit again. Approximately 10 minutes later, I found $3,500. I thank the Lord for bringing it to my attention. Praise the Lord and bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. I just praise you, Lord. What a wonderful praise report. Daryl has a praise report. 
thanks be to God. Thank you for blessing Timothy and for a lovely evening celebrating my son's wedding. Praise be to God. Everything was perfect. I was able to dance in my pretty shoes with our son. Glory be to God in the highest. He knows our hearts and hears our prayers. So blessed, so thankful that all the things work out for good for the glory of God. And saints, you've got to realize that Daryl was having problems with her feet, but she learned how to overcome here. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord. We just praise you for that. We praise you, Lord. We know that all things work together for the good through you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you for that. Dina has a praise report. I was searching for ingredients for soup in my cabinet, and a can of corn fell out of the cabinet on my big toe. I mentally pled the blood of Jesus over my toe, and the pain didn't last long, and the toe wasn't broken. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Amy Miller has a praise report. The other day, I placed a spiritual warfare prayer in the Global Prayer Wars prayer room about pain attacks in my body. The attacks, the pain attacks left promptly after doing this. Also, last night, babysitting my granddaughter, and I were both having a hard time sleeping due to our coughing. Praise the Lord, I had the energy to come against the devil, causing her discomfort in coughing. It took maybe an hour of constant spiritual warfare, but it stopped and got good sleep. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. In alms has a praise report, and that is, I give God the praise and glory for answering my prayer for a new place, not only did the Lord give me a new place, but he provided it in an area I desire. He provided me with help that I need, and not only that this agency that's helping me is still helping me. I was at the bottom of the list that helped people with special needs. They put me to the top of the list one week before I was due to, to be out of my place for me, it was just where I asked the Lord to put me. I am paying a lot less. I thank God for giving me favor with this agency. And even though at times I got a little frustrated and weary because of your prayers for me and my willingness to stay in the will of God, I stuck it out and kept pressing on. I thank God for you, for all the prayer warriors, and for our pastors and leaders in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God is so awesome. Praise you, Lord. What a wonderful praise report that she's learning to press through and fight through. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amori has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for helping me getting accepted into EWU. That's a college here. Praise you, Lord, for that. We praise you, Lord. NK has a praise did you say something, Pastor? NK has NK has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for another outstanding Supreme Court victory for us all. It's been confirmed throughout the land that the First Amendment does indeed 
cover our right to publicly exercise our faith and prayer in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you for sustaining Coach Kennedy through these years of legal battles to bring a blessing to your people in the USA. Kennedy was fired in 2015 for silently kneeling on a football field on the 50-yard line at a high school where he worked. The school said, you can choose faith between your but you can choose between your faith and your job. Then fired him after he continued to continue to do silent prayers after the games. Praise you, Lord, for that Christian standing up for fighting for you. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you're turning all this backward stuff around. We give you praise for that. Dana has a praise report. Yeah, I, I want to point something out. I want to point something out just a moment. All right, now, the situation with the coach, he was not praying with the team. He was not praying with the prayer group. He was praying at a time that the game was over and people were leaving. And he was thanking the Lord for the safety of the players. He was thanking the Lord for winning the game. And he was out there by himself praying. He was out there by himself. And the school board decided they found fault and problems with it, fired him, and they continued to harass him legally until he and his attorney took it all the way to the Supreme Court. I want you to think about this, saints, and not just hear it. Because this is the culture that we now live in. Something that really wasn't anybody's business at all had to go all the way to the Supreme Court. If he had sat down and started untying his shoe and tying it back, that wasn't anybody's business either. You need to not just hear the news. You need to think about what's really happening. Amen? Amen. Go ahead, Brother Bill. Amen, Pastor. Dana has a praise report. I was in need of finances, and our Heavenly Father sent it within the time frame that I requested. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for allowing me to receive my renewal contract, too. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for always providing for me. I took the check the Lord provided for for me from my mom's national bank thinking the funds would be made available quickly. Not they plan to hold the funds until a latter part of the week. So I went to my regional bank hoping that I could access my funds by the first bill day. The teller made some calls. I was able to pay my tithes and my bills today. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you for your favor. Bless your holy name. Now, N.K. has a praise report. Praise the Holy Spirit. Thank you for letting me see that I talk way too much nonsense. I knew that I was worldly, but thought that I put forth effort to be succinct. I also thought 
that the things I had to say were necessary and important. Ha ha, nope. I am sorry for stealing peace, dictating the direction of things, being a distraction, and overall bothering people with tons of unnecessary talk and repeating the same point in five different ways. Thank you for this revelation. Please fix me in Jesus' name. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus. You're already working on her. You showed her what she needs to deal with. Thank you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. I was asking for the Lord to help me in this battle I've been in for a month. First instructions were RTS. Then, on another day, I was getting weary and wondering, Will I conquer? And he put in my spirit, First John 4, 4, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you that is in this world. So he gave me confidence to keep going. The next day, the Holy Spirit told me what I was battling. I also kept hearing the same scriptures on my audio battle that the battle will be one such as Isaiah forty five twenty three, forty one, fifteen through sixteen and thirty and forty verses thirty through thirty one. Seems like the volume goes up when the Lord wants me to hear it. Praise the Lord. Yes, he's using that to talk to you. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for showing her. And thank you, Jesus, for sending the cooler DCH footage. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for sending cooler weather and less humidity to my area. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now, Sister Nicole has a praise report. I woke up this morning with a swollen belly and so much pain, and this is this morning, and I'm supposed to go to fill out my divorce papers in front of the court registry. I cried out to God for my bed, and he touched me. The swelling went down, and the Lord took the pain away so I could get done what I needed to get done. Praise be to God always. And while I was having my divorce witnessed by the court registry today with with my soon-to-be ex-husband, I had so much joy from the Lord. I would have never thought that this could be possible in such a difficult circumstance, but it's true. It can happen to you. Praise and glory to my King, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Sam Owens has a praise report. Thanks, Heavenly Father, for success on my left eye surgery. Isaiah 54, 17 and 53, 5. Asking for and thanking you you for totally healing my eye and if it's your will to give my sight back in the right eye in jesus mighty name praise you lord jesus you're working on him praise you lord a little at a time praise you lord jesus and we give you all the praise and all the glory lord jesus for these wonderful praise reports and now back to you pastor sabrina Amen. Thank you, Brother Bill. Thank you for those beautiful praise reports. And thank you, Lord, for working on Brother Sam's eye. Amen. God is gracious, and he loves us, and his power and love are immense. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, I want that. I want something else. 
it's been an interesting season, Saints. And this fast is, has become a very interesting pivot place. Amen? It's an interesting place of pivot. If you allow it, it'll send you off into a wonderful direction in life. So we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the White House on Tuesday pushed back on left-wing suggestions that the federal government should allow abortion services to be provided on federal land following the Supreme Court's decision to reverse Roe versus Wade. Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts and AOC of New York are among those who called on the federal government to use federal land to provide abortions in states that restrict the procedure, which religious groups and some conservatives say is murder and has caused significant damage to the concept of the traditional family unit. Warren, while providing few details, told the Post that the federal government could set up Planned Parenthood abortion tents. She actually said that too. With trained personnel in some Republican led states. Hmm. Well, she's in Satan's pocket for sure. Furthermore, Warren added that the federal government should declare a national emergency following the ruling. But White House spokesperson Corrine Jean Pierre said that such a move is unfeasible. With this proposal, we understand the proposal is well-intentioned, but here's the thing. It can actually put women and providers at risk. And importantly, in states where abortion is now illegal, women and providers are not federal employees. As you look at the federal land, could potentially be prosecuted, she told reporters. She added that there are actually dangerous ramifications to doing this and added that the White House is looking at an array of other actions. Vice President Harris on Monday told CNN that the administration is not looking into allowing abortions to be carried out on federal lands when she was asked about the proposals. I mean, it's not right now what we are discussing. But I will say that when I think about what is happening in terms of the state, we have to also recognize that we are 130-odd days away from an election, which is going to include Senate races. U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary on Tuesday said that the federal government will take action against states if their laws violate federal law. If we see a state, for example, trying to deny a particular patient care in an emergency room, which could include abortion services, if it is appropriate to preserve that woman's life or health, we will take action and we will do everything we can, she said. In striking down Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court's majority argued that until the latter part of the 20th century, abortion as a constitutional right and in, abortion as a constitutional right was entirely unknown in American law. When 14th Amendment was adopted, 
Three-quarters of the states made abortion a crime at all stages of pregnancy, the ruling stated. The abortion right is also critically different from any other right that this court has held to fall within the 14th Amendment's protection of liberty. Well, I remember before it got taken over by the federal government that we had a vote. Each state had their vote on how they felt about the situation, and just about all the states voted against it. Hmm. What you think of that? I know because I was voting age at the time. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge, and we thank him for his adjudication. Amen. A South Carolina state lawmaker who was on the June 28th ballot in the Democratic U.S. Senate primary runoff has been heard in leaked audio strategizing on how to utilize Democratic sleepers to run as Republicans in local elections, as well as requesting drug money from a state prison inmate. Project Veritas, the watchdog organization that obtained the recording, confirmed that it verified State Representative Crystal Matthews was the person speaking with Perry Correctional Institution inmate David Solomon Ballard. When we get enough of us in there, we can wreak havoc for real from the inside out, Matthews is heard saying in the recording. Inmate phone calls are recorded, and those making the call are notified by an operator that calls are recorded. It is unclear what the relationship is between Matthews and Ballard who in 2018 began a four-year sentence for threatening the life and family of a public official and a 10-year sentence for resisting arrest and assaulting an officer with multiple disciplinary actions taken against him since his incarceration. He also has an extensive arrest record. Ballard has been jailed for threatening the life of Aiken County Sheriff Mike Hunt and his family according to the state, while in custody at the Aiken County Department of Public Safety, Ballard then assaulted a state law enforcement division agent. Matthews was elected to state office in 2018 as a representative of District 117. We need some some secret sleepers, she is heard saying, like you need We need them to run as the other side, even though they are for our side, and we need them to win. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections, Ballard agrees, saying, right, right. After discussing how sleepers could change the dynamics in South Carolina, Matthew goes on to complain about raising money for her campaign, saying she doesn't care if she obtains dope money. Give me that dope boy money, Matthew says, before telling Ballard to find her someone from his family to donate money to her campaign in their name. Matthew then alluded to types of black people. I don't recognize these black people, Matthew said, and referred to herself as a racial slur at heart. Matthews also said there needs to be people 
who can take yard signs down at night while people are sleeping. Now, we know that's wrong now, don't we? But those are the kinds of elected officials we have. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning NBC News correspondent Jolene Kent called pregnant women birthing people and discussed the terrible economic consequences of not having abortion available Monday on MSNBC's Katie Turr Report. What does it cost to have a baby? on your body, on your livelihood, and not just you, but your state in this country, asked uh, host Katie Turr while introducing the topic in wake of the Supreme Court overruling Roe versus Wade. Kent reported, many economists and social scientists are telling us that the economic consequences of abortion restrictions are devastating for both individuals and wider society. She lamented that motherhood costs billions of dollars per year because it reduces the labor force participation rate and drives down earning power. She said birthing people, they're not mothers suddenly, they're birthing people. Got it? Birthing people who are seeking an abortion and have to carry an unwanted pregnancy to term are four times likelier to live below the federal poverty level, according to the University of California at San Francisco. In that amicus brief in the Dobbs case, 150 economists argued that Roe is casually connected to a woman's advancement in social and economic life, Ken added. And you'll remember Secretary Janet Yellen recently said access to abortion rights directly impacts the educational levels of birthing people as well as their future earnings, which all of the data is bearing out here, she continued. Kent said if the birthing parent is able to travel and if they work for the right company and are seeking an abortion, more individuals, we're seeing, we're seeing are going to have to rely on their employer, right, for that financial support to carry that out. Ken cited several companies which have committed to pay employees abortion travel costs. It makes financial sense for them to be providing these benefits to retain their workers, she noted, adding, It's very interesting landscape and very urgent when it comes to the actual economic impact. Tur replied that women who have these benefits are the lucky ones. Mm -hmm. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning following the U.S. Supreme Court's decision on Friday in the Dobbs versus Jackson women's health case overturning abortion rights established by Roe versus Wade, the well-known International hacker group Anonymous said on Monday that anti-abortion organizations will be attacked daily to ensure they have no safe space on the Internet. Lorian from Anonymous posted the claims on Twitter in a three-part thread and said that the Supreme Court of the United States decision is dangerous and unacceptable. The U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade is dangerous and unacceptable, she tweeted. 
This decision puts millions of American women at risk. It is the direct result of the rise of reactionary and ultra-conservative forces in all spheres of society. We must fight once and for good the reactionary forces and ultra-conservative organizations who aim to control women's bodies and freedom. Anonymous has always been fighting for women's rights and will be once again fighting those who have declared war on women. My goodness. Uh, Sonaro then referenced Jane's Revenge, a militant pro-abortion rights group who called for the Night of Rage in a blog post on May 30th if the Supreme Court were to overturn Roe versus Wade. Anti-choice organizations will be attacked daily to ensure they have no safe space on the Internet. We want revenge on behalf the millions of women whose life will be impacted by the decision of the Supreme Court. We want revenge. We want Jane's revenge. Jane's revenge has threatened anti-abortion group and has claimed responsibility for a number of actions, including vandalism and firebombing, according to their blogs and Newsweek. Now the leash is off. Jane's revenge said in a blog on June 15th, and we will make it as hard as possible for your campaign of oppression to continue. We have demonstrated in the past month how easy and how fun it is to attack. We are versatile, we are mercurial, and we answer to no one but ourselves. We promise to take increasingly drastic measures against oppressive infrastructures. From here, Thai Choice Group, who closes their doors and stops operating, will no longer be a target. Target, the group added. But until you do, it's open season, like they're hunting, Uh uh-huh. And we know where your operations are. The infrastructure of the enslavers will not survive. We will never stop, back down, slow down, or retreat. We did not want this, but it is upon us, so we must deal with it proportionally. After the initial tweet, follow that up with a post showing that the National Right to Life website was shut down and said, this is just the beginning. National Right to Life, one of the largest anti-choice organizations in the U.S., has been taken offline. This is just the beginning. We want Jane's revenge. Okay, so they went on and on with that. Now, I want to tell you something that, um, that I read about someone that was a young woman that put uh, information on TikTok. She said was just horrendous and vile and filthy and nasty. She claims to have taken her menstrual fluid and mailed it via the United States Postal Service to Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh in Washington, D.C. Now, if she indeed did this, and the way she posted it, it looks like she probably did, she has violated federal postal regulation and countless other laws. This kind of behavior needs to be prosecuted. These kind of people need to be under arrest. 
So I'm believing the Lord to do what others have not been able to do or are unwilling to do. In Jesus' name, amen. We are, yes, she did say that, and posted pictures. Yes, she did. She surely did. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a common accusation from transgender advocates is that those who disagree with and oppose gender ideology are endangering the lives of gender-confused persons, especially young adults. Deny these youth the care they need, including puberty blockers and other irreversible medical interventions, and they'll be at a much higher risk for suicide than their peers, or so the argument goes. A new study from the Heritage Foundation, however, proves the exact opposite. Children and adolescents who are exposed to so-called gender-affirming care are actually at a much greater risk of suicidal thoughts and attempts than those who are not. From the study, several years, the suicide rate among those 12 to 23 has become significantly higher in states that have a provision that allows minors to receive routine health care without parental consent than in states without such a provision. Before 2010, these two groups of states did not differ in their youth suicide rate. Starting in 2010, when puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones became widely available, elevated suicide rates in states where minors can more easily access those medical interventions became observable. Rather than being protective against suicide, this pattern indicates that easier access by minors to cross-sex medical interventions without parental consent is associated with higher risk of suicide. Without making any adjustments, suicide rates among those ages 12 to 23 begin to spike in states that have provisions that allow minors to accept access health care without parental consent relative to states that have no such provision around 2016. After cross-sex medical interventions became more common, By 2020, there are about 3.5 more suicides per 100,000 people ages 12 to 13 in states with easier access than in states without an access provision. This research confirms the finding of several other extensive studies, most of which were conducted in Europe on the matter of gender reassignment interventions and procedures. A study from Sweden, for example, followed hundreds of gender-confused persons over the course of 30 years and found that those who underwent medical transition were 20 times more likely to kill themselves than those who didn't. Another British review of more than 100 follow-up studies of those who medically transitioned found that none of the studies provides conclusive evidence that gender reassignment is beneficial for patients. In most of the examined studies, the researchers said the patients who underwent medical intervention showed signs of decreasing mental stability and happiness rather than improvement. So why is is it that almost every one of our major institutions, from prestigious medical and academic associations, like the American Academy of Pediatrics to the Department 
of Health and Human Services has endorsed gender-affirming care and all of its consequences without question. Perhaps because, despite what they claim, they don't care at all about the long-term health and happiness of the young people being swept away by transgenderism. They have an ideology to uphold, and that's all that matters. My, how eye-opening. But, Father, we want to thank you for the truth. The truth will make us free. Amen. Brother Marshall, we're ready to pray. Especially as we continue in my word, just like you said, Jesus, to those that believed on him, if you continue in my word, you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Give us all that hunger and thirst for righteousness, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for doing so, including all those we have and will intercede for. We pray for those that despitefully use us, Father God. Some of these people have their minds blinded, Father God. Some of the people who are claiming that they're in, in, in victory and that they're, they're claiming they're they're, um, they've got the right side. They, they understand how to take care of people. They're deceived themselves, Father God, and they're deceiving others because they themselves are deceived. So, Father, we ask you to deliver us from all these spirits that are trying to affect people's minds. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of shall be delivered. And how do we do that? You said, the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, have to teach in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, that God peradventure, We'll grant them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that they will recover themselves from the snare of the devil, like Sabrina uh, referred to in Second uh, Timothy 2. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for pouring forth of your spirit, as you promised, Father God. You said in the last days, and we know these are the last days, Father. You make that abundantly clear just in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 9, I think it is, that these are the last days. You said in the last days, I'll pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh. So we ask you to do so, Father. And we ask you to deliver all the children in harm's way those children that are being groomed and coerced and with, with uh, demonic peer pressure and with the demonic influences from, from uh, electronic means, whether they be computer games, movies, uh, demonically inspired music and other sources, Father. Deliver all their children, Father God, especially the children that are descendants of believers, Father God, in Jesus' name, but all the children, Father God, because we know you don't want one of these little ones to perish, like it says in Matthew 18:14, and you said, if two of you on earth agree such anything else, it shall be done of my Father which is in heaven. Matthew 18:19. So we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace to say thank you, Father. Thank you for loving us perfectly, loving all of us and all the people, Father. We thank you for the the uh, praise reports that we heard that Bill read, including the one about the Supreme Court uh, supporting the. The, the coach who just wanted to pray on the 50-yard line after the game. We thank you, Father God, for the many things that, that have been done recently, Father. We thank you for the ray of hope. We thank you for turning things around. We thank you for waking up the body of Christ, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing so, because the arm of the Lord is not too short to save. And you said, whosoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be sozo, saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. And we ask you to save Heal, deliver, preserve, and make whole all those in harm's way and those that have been bewitched, Father God, from all these bewitching demonic spirits, Father. So Satan, you're bound. Every one of your underlings are perpetually, continually bound in Jesus' name. All spirits of mind control, all spirits of mass formation, individual insanity, generational insanity, and mass psychosis, mass hypnotism. We bind every spirit behind mass uh, lying demonic spirits in Jesus' name, calling evil good and good evil. Oh, this, this particular job is really good for you. 
oh yeah, you, you'll never get the disease again. Oh well, um, well, except uh, you, you need another booster. Oh well, you know, of course. How come it's only the one who got the the jabs that are having the problems? Father, we ask you to expose, continue to expose. We thank you for what Project Veritas revealed about what's going on with the so-called Democrat sleepers to per, to pretend to be as Republicans. We thank you for bringing to light all that's going on, and we thank you for overturning the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy in Jesus' name. We do as a, together as the body of Christ. And Jesus said, "Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son." If you ask anything in my name, we'll do it because of the bloody covenant. As we walk with you, Lord Jesus, we ask you in the Father that the Lord Jesus will speak confusion, division, enemy's camp, confusion, division to the enemy's camp, confusion, division, division, confusion, division, confusion to the enemy's camp, and every witchcraft curse sent against all the children, all those coming into the body of Christ, including all the descendants of every believer and everyone we've interceded for, every witchcraft curse returned at least sample that has the spirits to send them, had those demonic spirits to do to them what they intend to do to us in Jesus' name, continually, instantly, and immediately. We thank you, Father, for continually delivering us. We thank you for making all the demonic spirits subject and obedient to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whose name every name must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father and is joined us with Christ. I speak blindness to the We speak blindness to the mutinous to the They only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to Sabrina and Bill and all the saints, all the blood-washed saints associated with Miracle Night Church, Miracle Outreach Ministries, and we thank you, Father God, for helping us all, giving us not only improved eyesight in the natural. We thank you for helping Sam, Father. But all your saints, Father God, help us to have that eyesight to see in the spirit realm the way we need to. And I thank you for the increase in insights that, that Pastor Sabrina shared tonight. I knew a lot of those, but I didn't know all of them. And I'm still being taught. And we thank you for teaching all of your children, Lord. You said, all of my children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of my children. We thank you for teaching us all that we might have that supernatural shalom, nothing missing, lacking or broken, including peace of heart, peace of mind, divine peace, Father God. You said the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. We don't trample Satan in our own strength. Pat Holiday's made that abundantly clear many times. He, he's, a, he's a supernatural being created by God. He's eternal, but he doesn't have eternal life that is life with the Godhead. He has an eternal existence. And he is, knows where he's going. And he knows that he, as the prince of this world, is going to the lake of fire. Because he knows the book better than almost any pastor. He knows our biology better than any biologist or doctor or psychologist or psychiatrist or anyone else. He knows all about every human being. And he's out to kill, steal, and destroy. So, Satan, we bind you. We bind every single one of your underlings, including every spirit of mass formation, mass insanity, mind control, eye-blocking spirits, every spirit of rebellion. Rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. We bind every witchcraft spirit, every spirit of I thought, every spirit of doing it my own way, every spirit of causing evil good and good evil, every spirit of oppositions of science, falsely so-called, where somebody named Fauci said he was science. Well, isn't that interesting? I thought science had to be something based on verifiable and truth, not just a doctrine push down somebody's throat like a new cult. Like you need to go drink my Kool-Aid. Yeah, like a new cult. Like a cult, what was that, Guiana, many years ago. All those people were bewitched. Father, cut up, we ask you to deliver every one of us from every bewitching spirit. And Satan, you and all your underlings, named and not named, are continually, perpetually bound, including Leviathan, 
Kundalini, pride, every vestige of pride, every spirit of wrath, every spirit of proud wrath behind Jane's revenge. And all these manifestations of Satan and his camp are bound and gagged in Jesus' name. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, according to Matthew 18, 18 and Matthew 16, 19. We bind the strong man according to uh, Mark 3:27 and Matthew 12:29. We bind you, Satan, the strong man, and every single one of your underlings, named and not named including all spirits, the lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, and all the marine spirits bound in gag. We dry up all the water. Father, we ask you to dry up the water for those marine spirits, including those groups from the Illuminati and those people in the government positions who went down many years ago with, it, with, with uh, people like some lady who was running for president down to um, someplace in South America where they went on, on the beach to worship one of those marine uh, god goddesses or whatever. Father God, we thank you for Sabrina's warning about the star goddess or whatever it is that the marine spirits associated with Starbucks. And we thank for help the people that receive the conviction that can only come by your spirit, Father, because we know that's what the Holy Ghost does. And we thank you for doing so, Father, for those that need it, Father God, in Jesus' name, and delivering them, giving them the gifts of repentance to acknowledge the truth that they recover themselves from the snare of the devil, saving your bound all your unleashed coming against all those who are interceded for, will interceded for, bound and gagged in Jesus' name because of the bloody covenant by the power of the Holy Spirit. We command to be no for the flow of power communication from the demons down in the second heavens, the bush, and the deep to all those who are interceded for, including those that are and will be in authority, not just in the United States, but every nation and every vestige of the United States, every area that has been called the United States, whether it's the corporate United States, not just the United States under the original Constitution, where we're given the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not, not the new United States, which is more like, um, what is it like? Like Nazis? It's a, it's, a, it's a very different thing. It's like somebody wants to control everybody. It sounds like witchcraft. Isn't that what witchcraft does? Isn't what all those little books were, kind of Harry Potter books? Telling people, oh, Father, deliver all the children from the influences of Harry Potter and all the other ramifications of that. We bind every witchcraft spirit, all the spirits associated with all these ungodly contacts, <clears throat> not just from Harry Potter, even the things that, that get dressed up as Christian in Jesus' name. Those things that look like Christian, but they're not Christian. Those things, not just from the various obvious cults like the Christian science, which are not a science nor Christian, but all the different cults. We ask you to bring it all to light. And we thank you for what you've already done. We thank you for using Project Veritas and others, Father God, and using many, many different people who put their lives on the line to expose the truth, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you're doing right now, for now is the day of salvation. You said, call upon the name of the Lord, and you'll be delivered in Jesus' name. God, it is written in Matthew 10:26. Jesus says, Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. And you say also in Mark 4.22, along the same lines, For there's nothing hid which shall not be manifested, neither was anything kept secret that it should not come abroad. And this is red letters. This is the words of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie. So we thank you for exposing Things that are going on behind closed doors. Things that are going on in all these different situations, Father God, where they're trying to continue funding Planned Parenthood by trying to move it to the federal lands, Father God. We thank you for overturning that. 
and causing the people to say, oh, you know, we can get into serious legal trouble here. We thank you for causing people to back down, back down, back down, including the exposing the so-called <clears throat> Democrat sleepers to try and bring in false Republicans. Of course, there's a lot of rhinos out there. It's already out there. We have more than enough. And it isn't a, it isn't a political situation. Just when, who was it, Joshua met the Lord of hosts, and he said, are you for us or for our enemies? And he didn't say, I'm free for you guys and against your enemy. No, no. He said, but as the Lord of hosts am I now come. Because God loves every human being. He loves people who call themselves Democrat. He loves people who call themselves Republican. He, call, he loves the people who call themselves kind of Orthodox. He loves the people who call themselves Pentecostal. He loves every type of person. Even the people who think they're okay but practice witchcraft, Father God. They just don't know. They just don't know. So we ask you to send the Holy Ghost, Father, to bring conviction, including those who think they're Christians, but they're dabbling on the dark side, Father God, doing things that are displeasing to you, going to gamble, calling on Lady Luck. What does luck have to do with it? We come out of agreement with, oh, I know some nice Christian lady, and she said, oh, it's, it's our lucky number. That's why we have that P.O. box number 13. <clears throat> we know that you're exposing a lot of stuff like Revelation 13, 13, <clears throat> and about what the enemy wants to do, Father God, and bring to light, trying to bring in <clears throat> all kinds of nasty things. So we thank you for exposing what the Democrat sleeper wanted to do coming in as Republicans, exposing the use of uh, very good logic uh, for some people who've been mind-blinded to think, oh, this is great. This is going to help the women. We're pro-women. Why are you pro-women? Some people don't even know what women are anymore. They call them birthing beans or birthing whatever. They don't even know what women are anymore. They think they care about women, but what do they care about? Well, there's certain big corporations. They'll pay for somebody to go a long way off to get an abortion because in the long term, they don't have to pay for their maternity leave. They don't have to pay to have <clears throat> dependents added to their health care benefits. They don't have to pay for all these things, including the time lost from their worker, because they just esteem the woman working as just a little slave, like a little, a little game called the Smurfs. Isn't that a cute little game? And a lot of people like to play that game. They didn't know it was helping to control their minds and condition them to be little obedient slaves. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver all of us from these mind-blinding attacks and plans of the enemy, from the movies, from the computer games, and all these other nonsense, and all those people that are calling evil good and good evil. And we ask you, Father God, because this nation was the nation found upon the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. We thank you for taking us out of that spirit of darkness, the spirit of death, bringing us back to the kingdom of light, back to the kingdom of life. <clears throat> because life and light come but from you, Lord, and darkness and death come from the enemy, but Jesus had the keys of hell and death. Now he's taking them back from Satan. We thank for the power of your cross, Lord Jesus. Talk about that. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. He might destroy the works of the devil. We thank you, Jesus. You said, Father, I have finished the work that I gave him to do. It is finished. You completely destroyed the works of the devil. Now, when Joshua and the Israelites went into the promised land, did they have to fight against the nasty people? Actually, it was the demons in them, but they might not have fully understood that. I'm not sure how many of us understand it right now either. We have many family members who have been bewitched. Some of us do anyway, maybe not everybody. Have been bewitched and said, oh, this, this, uh, this medical cult, I mean, I mean the, the medical intervention with this, 
vaccine. Oh, it's really not a vaccine. It's just a gene-altering DNA. We're the, trying to put stuff in there to control people, trying to track and trace, track and trace, trying to bring people into a new central bank digital currency, trying to bring people into, well, you'll own nothing and be happy. Well, why would people be happy if they don't own anything anymore? And who's going to own it afterwards? Oh, the Klaus Schwabs and, and all those people behind the central bank, people like the Rothschilds, they're going to own everything, and we're all going to be nice little obedient serfs living in our little cube, like, like, a, like what, a cardboard box over a heat vent in the wintertime in the northern cities. Is that we're going to be happy? Oh, real happy. Oh, oh, they gave me my allotted false, false food. They gave me the stuff grown, meat grown with DNA altering beyond GMO, perverse things maybe with, with a spike protein in it. And even lettuce is grown with spike protein. We thank you for delivering the people from these plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy. And thank you, Father, you've not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of bondage of love. No, it's not a spirit of bondage. You've, no, you've delivered us from the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Give you not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Thank you for the Holy Ghost, Father God. Thank you for sending the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. We ask you to deliver all the children, all those children, Father God, that have been mind-blinded and, and bewitched in the public school system, especially, but in other areas, even by the musical artists that have bowed their knees to Satan, to have demonic things put on their the CDs, whatever they, people are selling these days, kind of a, maybe just download it on the Internet probably. Kind of a, we ask you to deliver all their children, Father God, that are more likely to commit suicide because what? Because they're confused. We bind that spirit of sexual confusion. We bind every one of the demons associated with all this, this uh, grooming and gender intervention, kind of a, trying to cause people to question who God created them to be. So the thing formed, said him that made it, he made me not. All things are made by you, Father God, through the word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and we thank you for creating us, and you will not forsake the work of your own hands. We ask you to deliver all those in harm's way, Father God. Even as you deliver that man who already started taking the sex hormones that he met Pat Halliday, and he was quite confused and quite upset. He was planning to have, you know, the little snip and tuck and all that stuff and all the surgery. He was planning to do that, but he had to go six months with just the hormones, just the whatever he was taking. I know it was by injection or by mouth. I don't know what he was taking. But, Father God, we thank you that you delivered him. He didn't have the sniff and tuck. He didn't have the surgery. And, Father God, you were totally delivered him. He just needed to repent and have the demons cast out. We said, we thank you, Father God. Wake up the body of Christ, the necessity of doing spiritual warfare and getting people to genuinely say, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I did these bad things before. I, I thought it was a good idea. Just like I thought it was a good idea to support Planned Parenthood many decades ago. But then you taught me, Father. And we thank you. You're continually delivering me. And you're delivering all of us from every spirit of stinking thinking. We bind all the root causes of the stinking thinking, wherever they come from. Generational, occultic spirits, personal occultic spirits, calling things good that aren't good. People that are so-called Christians but want to go to have yoga in their churches. They want to do things like that. Oh, I have to get my new yoga mat. With Father, we ask you to deliver all those people that think they're Christians. But they, oh, well, I, wanted to get, I wanted to get my booster. Father God, we ask you to wake them up. Whose report will you believe? Will you re- believe the report of the Lord? Did he pay the price? By his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we were healed. And we thank you, Father God, for waking us all up. And teach me, and not just me, and my family members and all of our family members, how you want us to change. You said, with the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 
But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, it changed from glory to glory, even as, the, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And since the book is about waking the sleeping giant that was posted tonight, we ask you, Father, to wake up the body of Christ, the sleeping giant. That is the sleeping giant. And we thank you, Father God. Even the section that Sabrina started to read about in Ezekiel 8, those people went down as if she went further into it. They had all kinds of murals and different things. They were bowing down and had their backs to the to the uh, um, the creator, to the, the uh, Israelite temple. They had their faces toward the sun. A lot of people worshipped the created sun, not the son of God, the created sun. In fact, that's why Christmas is on Jan- or whatever, December 25th, because that's when Ra's birthday was. He was the sun god in Egypt. Isn't that interesting? A lot of other cultures have the same date, December 25th. Why is that? That people like to bow down and worship false gods. Father God, people have an inherent desire to worship. And if some people can't worship the real God, then they run off and worship Fauci, or they go and worship somebody else, or they think Trump is going to be the only one who can save us. And the Lord can use him, and, but, but he's not our Savior. Jesus is our Savior. And we, thank you for, we ask you to help Donald Trump, Father God. And, and we ask you to protect him from the lies and the constant smears and all the perversion that's coming, coming out and all the lies against the people speaking the truth, including those people saying that, oh, oh, well, in the States, when they, um, when they won't allow you to get abortions, well, what happens if you have an ectopic pregnancy? They're just going to let you die? No, they're not going to let people die because that's called medical intervention. That's a life-threatening emergency to the woman. And the baby's not going to make it either if there's an ectopic pregnancy. So we thank you, Father God, for overturning the lies and deception that is being propagated by these people who are trying to control people with all this stuff. We bind all the root causes of this warfare, spiritual and psychological warfare, trying to control people's minds and hearts, and all the war- warfare that they're trying to do, whether it's for- Soros-funded, whoever's funding them, with Antifa or Black Lives Matter, whatever they want to call the different groups. Yes, black lives do matter, and so do yellow lives and pale lives and every human being, Father God, because you love each of us, and you love us so extraordinarily that you sent your son to bleed and die, to pour out what? His soul, his blood, to redeem us back from what? From those spirits of self-hatred. How can we love our neighbors ourselves if we don't love ourselves? That's a serious problem, and I struggle with that off and on, and we thank you for helping to continue to deliver me. And all of us, from every one of these spirits of lying spirits, it comes, comes across as a false humility sometimes. Deliver us from every spirit of false humility, Father God, and to say, hey, Hey, God did a pretty good job when he made me. And you know what? He didn't just make me physically. I'm a spirit being because God the Father is the spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, not half-heartedness, not in half-truth, half-lie. No, in truth. What is truth? The words Jesus speaks unto us, they are spirit and they are life, and they are the truth because you send the spirit of truth we ask that that spirit of truth reach the hearts of all the children, Father God, that have been bewitched and deliver them from every mind-blinding spirit. We ask you to deliver each and every one. You said, call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be delivered. And you said, if two of you on earth have touched anything you ask, it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. So say to him, yes, you and all your enemies are already perpetually bound. Every demonic spirit come from all sources are perpetually bound. Asmodus, Asmodus, Incubus, Succubus, every spirit of Leviathan, Kundalini, every ungodly spirit, named and not named, are perpetually continually bound, including insanity, mass psychosis, mass hypnosis, 
every ungodly spirit, from pharmakia, sorcery, and witchcraft, every spirit will say, you just need this drug, and then you can be happy. What kind of drug do we need? We need the gospel. That's the drug. The good news, the good news that Jesus loves us perfectly. Yes, even while we were sinners, Christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we're reconciled to God by the death of his son, we shall be saved cut up from death. We shall be saved from all the sins of the past and all our generational iniquities when we truly turn from them and we change him from day to day, from glory to glory. We're all being changed. And I died daily. I died to gluttony. I died to selfishness. I died to, well, that's, I prefer that. Well, it's okay to have a, pre- a preference. But we don't have to have our way because we say not my will but thy will be done just like Jesus did because he's our head. And we can't be above our, our head, our king, our master. And he is the king of kings and lord of lords. He is above all. And we thank you, Father, you've given him all power in heaven and earth in Jesus' name. And he's ruling and reigning right now because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you said in your book, in Revelation 19.6, and heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and the voice of many waters, and the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. What does omnipotent mean? All-powerful. And in verse 16, he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the Lord above King Fauci. He is the Lord above uh, who all these people from the World Health Organization and all these people from the central bankers. Father, we ask you to teach your people, your children, how to be wise as serpents, harmless as doves, and help us to prepare for their planned, mm, whatever you want to call it, uh, removing of the U.S. petrodollar from the, from the, the world stage as the um, global currency of choice in Jesus. And right now it's still pretty popular, Father God, still pretty popular, especially as interest rates are going up. It makes it more popular abroad. But, Father, what does that do as interest rates are ratcheting up? How can people prepare themselves? How can they protect themselves? Well, if people like to eat, most people do, even during the fast. It's nice to have a little something. But, Father God, help the people to make the right choices. Because if you can buy food today, it's going to be cheaper than it will be six months from now. Some people are saying interest, I mean, inflation is kind of close to maybe 2% a month. Well, we're not getting that much on our savings accounts, are we? We're not even, uh, let alone after tax, not we're getting 2% a month, not even 2% a year. So, Father God, we ask you to make the people to be wise and strong and harmless. It may be better to buy seeds to plant in gardens. Maybe better to go out and buy organic soil. might be better to have water filters or whatever other things we need to have in the natural. This is what you want us to do, Father God. And we thank you, Father. We know that you'll provide. Because the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. But still, the ants make provisions in the summertime to prepare for the winter. Help us to make the provisions you want. You said, if any man I prison, any person, I prison, the mouth of God is given all men liberally. Father God, what did uh, you do with, with that nice Jewish boy who went down to uh, Egypt? Uh, he was sold into slavery by his own brother. And though I prayed, you were bowing down before him. Had the vision, and you had that vision. 
all those in harm's way, bring them all out of prison.